0: And welcome to the MLM Podcast. I'm your host, Max Lombardia, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Gino. So, hello, Gino. Hi, everyone. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Gino. What makes you a Milan fan? When did you start being a Milan fan?
1: Oh, God. Um, so, what makes me start. a Milan fan? It's a good start, <laughs> that not it? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, basically, I was, what, four years old. I was living in Naples, which where, is which where I'm from, and my uncle took me to the Sao Paulo to watch Napoli-Milan. Nice. I left being a Milan fan. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, well, I was yeah, four just before I was five. Maradona had signed the year before at Napoli. And I pretty much had seen um, one man destroy a team. And my heart just went to Milan and... Yeah that's 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 an awkward conversation
0: with the family every year. Wow. So so Napoli roots but Milanista. Yes. Amazing. Well that's when you that's when you know you really support a team isn't it?
1: That's that's <laughs> when you know you are at a threat of life. So, <laughs> it, it's uh Bantereira, Bantereira was good for the for the Neapolitans but uh, but what you know, not last season. Well, last season was great for them, but yeah. the year before was great for me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's
0: that's pretty much it. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you for that. Um. Right. So let's. What we're going to do, guys, today is we're going to talk through uh, the Champions League group uh, draw. We'll do a little bit of detail around the other teams, well, not too much. I think we've got enough to talk about with Milan's draw. Um. Then we'll do a little run up of the Mercado, and we'll just kind of talk about. The last exits and the last entries. Uh, And then we'll do a quick dive into the Milan game from last night. Um, I would normally recap Serie A, but I haven't got a little bit to recap. Uh, But I think we'll have enough things to talk about. Um, And then lastly, I'll do my little segment, which is uh, bottedaria or Gannale, which is obviously uh, Bottadaria being bad things. As you know, Gino, you can get ill in Italy with air. Yeah, um, a strong strong wind of air will make you ill, so those are my
1: strong wind, uh, honestly, that the yeah. Carle to this very day, yeah, Colpo cul- Daria, what?
0: that's it, that's it. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then Gagnoli because they're my favorite. Um, we'll talk about what, what good things have happened. I'm sure we've got a few from last night anyway, just in the Milan game, so we'll go yeah. with that. So, look, let's just dive into the Champions League. So, uh, Milan in pot three. Um, along with the, along with Lazio, I believe. Um, you know, strong pot one and two, of course. Pot one's full of the champions. Um, you've got your cities in there. You've got Napoli in there having won the Serie A. You've got the bigger teams in there. You've got pot two, which is kind of like a group, of, almost like a medley of um, teams that have performed well over the last sort of 10 years with high pointage, coefficiencies, all that sort of stuff. Um, teams like Arsenal, Real Madrid, uh, United, etc. That's in pot three, uh, and then you've got pot four with some of the sort of smaller teams, uh, or albeit teams that haven't been in the Champions League much. So, you know, I think you could call it sod's law, couldn't you? Um, (laughs) The Champions League group.
1: Yeah, you could. I mean, I think I, I, I was texting a friend at the time, and obviously PSG and Dortmund had been drawn. Yeah. And I'd said to my friend, I said, Can I say conspiracy yet? And he went, Not unless you get Newcastle, and then as soon as Newcastle was drawn, I was I was already. I mean, I hate conspiracy theories anyway, and conspiracy theorists even more. But I was all over this. I was trying to find a way to match everything. It it is Sod's Law. Yeah. But equally, PSG have never outstand. You know, been outstanding in Champions League. To be clear, no. so you know okay yeah we're going to come up against mbappe right and mm-hmm. you, you, you know the, the the real threats there dortmund are always going to do something in in champions league from my perspective certainly over the last 10 15 years um they may not go on and win it but they always put out strong performances i think playing I think playing away there is going to be really difficult. Yeah. And Newcastle's untested. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think this is about uh, really a, a case of um, teams who don't sport swash against teams that do. That's, there you go. There's a bit of controversy for the podcast, Max. I like
0: it. I like it. That's it. It's a good start. Straight in there, Gino. That's what we want. There it is. There it is. Yeah, so, you know, um, when, I, when I saw the group stage come out i thought I, I can't i was not surprised at all um yeah being in pot three although lazio seemed to have got away with you know a group with <laughs> you know not even anywhere near as bad as our group they've got sure. celtic atletico and Feyenoord. i mean if you swap us around yeah. we're laughing aren't we um that's it yeah um but you know when i saw psg again i thought okay um, we'll go and play Dollar Rumor again. See how that goes.
1: There he is.
0: Um, he's there. He's ready to go. I'm sure. That, I'm sure he'll be um, welcomed with open open arms in the San Siro again. Um, then you've got Dortmund, who you know, big yellow wall, um, massive team, aren't they in Germany? Huge support, but they did bottle the league, didn't they, last year on the last day? That was it. Um, and they've got Marco Royce and they've got some great players. Um, but again, I, nothing scares me. Um, I know I'm going to eat my words, uh, but. Um they're a great team, but they're not, you know, they're not, well, you know, they're not going to, I can't see us being absolutely hammered by them. And then Newcastle, you know, we sold Tonali to them. So Sod's Law would have it that we will have them in the Champions League group stage. That's just the first time they're in the Champions League for God knows how long. they um, bought mm. one of our best players for a good fee, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but here they are. And actually, you know, if you think about it this way, that's two of the three richest teams in Europe, isn't it, in our group? It, it, it i mean that's but that's
1: yeah i mean and that is why i do say sports washing because mm. where is that money coming from for both of those teams and and then, know there's wider political implications about the things that i'm saying and there's nothing racial about it but i just do think you know what the hell how are they getting away with the, the ffp yeah exactly uh, in in the first place but it is two of the richest teams in the world and like you're saying you know <laughs> It is it is the issue of being in pot three. But that's where, if you are on the Milan board, your striving ambition has got to be... And, I mean, Cardinale said it, but he said it so ham-fisted it looked like Milan should not have ambition to win the league. Mm. Mm. But, but actually, it's about sustainable over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years if we're here that long anyway, that the club can continue to be within a top four position within the Italian league to continually um, get into champions league. And if that is the case that we compete within the champions league so that we don't have pot three scenarios moving forwards. So whilst ham fisted in what Cardinale was saying, it's it makes a lot of sense in terms of saying sustainability because you are going to get incidences where in, I mean Inter should really be winning league titles. Yeah. On paper, yeah, they, yeah, they have got the best team, and they and they have had the best team or best squad for for nearly a decade. The fact that they haven't won more in the last decade is actually really a testament of just terrible coaching. Mm. Yeah. Um, from from my perspective, so you know, Simone Inzaghi. I think most people would have would have accepted if he became the Italy coach because he is Mr. Tournament.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, that's it's, a very good point. He's yeah.
1: tournament format. He's not a season long format guy. Mm. Um, so, and I did think that they were a bit unlucky in the Champions League final. To be honest, yeah, they played well. Yeah, they did know, well. I'm not an Inter fan by any stretch of the imagination. You can imagine some of the 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 the, uh, the derbies that I've been to and and, yeah. and and arguments online. So, but you know, we're not we're not always going to win the league, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't always be challenging for it. Spot on, yeah. and that's how we avoid pot threes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you spot on. You absolutely spot on. I can't agree with you more. Uh, and last year, you know, I've, I've talked a little bit about it in some in a couple of pods I've done before. Um, but we did screw it up. Uh, hmm. <laughs> we did screw that league up. We did great in the Champions League. And, you know, you could say we had a very favourable draw. Well, you could, well, it is. It's true. We did. We had a much easier side than the other side. One side was the money side. One side was the passion side, wasn't it? And we were in that passion side. Yes. Um, and we did well. You know, we beat, we beat Napoli and we, you know, we beat Tottenham. And we just fell apart against Inter. Like, literally, they had our number all of 2023, really, so far. Yeah. Um, and we and just they, fell apart. Yeah, just absolutely fell apart. And it is there's a little bit in there around, you know, I've seen a lot about quality. Of course we didn't have the quality of our team was not as good as it is right now. We've got much no, better quality no. right now. hundred
1: percent. One hundred
0: percent. So you can say the Champions League was, you know, we overshot, we did well, we had a lucky draw. In the in the league though, we just screwed it up. Um we should have been so much better. Just strange, strange decision making. But Whatever. That's another. That's last year. Now we move on. Yeah. Um, so again, back to Champions League. So yeah. So if we look at the other teams, so let's just look at the other Italians. So mm-hmm. Napoli um, drawn in Group C. They've got Real Madrid, which obviously are never an easy opponent. This yeah. is literally their competition. Yeah. yeah. Braga and Union Berlin.
1: Yeah, they're uh, coming. They're coming second in that group.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, they, you know, you Well, hold on a minute. Union Berlin have just signed Bonucci. Um,
1: they're coming second in that group. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, fair
1: enough. Yeah. <laughs> I am not worried about Union Berlin. I watched a few games of them last year and yeah. I'm shocked that they're in the Champions League this year. Yeah,
0: they I think they just they started really well and they just held on, didn't they? <laughs> they just time. Yeah,
1: there was it was not a good second half to that season. I don't yeah. know what the stats are. Somebody's probably gonna tweet in, tweet and tweet you and or yeah, comment sure. and say he doesn't know that Gino yeah. doesn't know what he's on about. But genuinely I watched a few games, and I'm shocked that they're in the Champions League. Yeah, but yeah. it's good on them for getting Benucci because actually, what that will do is that will give him at least another year, if not two. Yeah, I think uh,
0: it's a one year contract, isn't it? With an yeah. available option for a second, I that's think. it, that's yeah, it. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Um, what is it? What did they say he does in Italy? He, um, I hope I don't butcher the pronunciation, is that right? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> So he goes to Union Berlin to do that. we'll, we'll see, That's we? it. Did you so, see his? Um, have you seen any of his Instagram messaging? Uh, video, his videos, farewell ones.
1: I haven't because I think from the time when he was a Milan player for one season, I've never taken anything he said seriously.
0: Honestly, it's um, <laughs> if, what, if you're if you're having a bad day, you need cheering up. It's worth watching. It really. There.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I look. I look forward to his press conference in German. Then,
0: oh, literally, I can't wait. Anyway, so Napoli, yeah, we reckon they'll come second. They've got a good group. Let's be honest. Um, but group. that's what you know, pot one. So fair enough.
1: Um, we and, so two... Just, just, just on that one. Sorry, yeah. I do think it actually does matter what Rudy Garcia is going to do to that Napoli team.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if he
1: gets them firing on all cylinders, he could potentially finish top because yeah. because Real Madrid have do have a bit of a a track record under Ancelotti that the group stages, they're a bit meh, mm. but then they come good. So, it and depends. What, and what centre-forward have they got? Have they got one? Googling it now.
0: Because <laughs> they, didn't they sign you, um, oh, again, I, I, I hate pronouncing this, as I butcher it, but Josselu? Josselu? Josselu. Yeah, yeah Josselu. I, don't, I don't think they signed another centre-forward, did they? They haven't. Uh, is Rodrigo still there? I mean, yeah, they've got. I mean, they've got
1: I've, Rodrigo. They've got Vinicius. They've got the wingers, haven't they? They've got, they've the, got they've their got... wingers. You've got Diaz as their number ten, and we know all about Diaz. It depends yes. if he's going to turn up to the game or not. Against Napoli, though, he always does. Yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. That's, that 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 spin on a sixpence last time, we knock out two players, and that run. That was amazing. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they signed a proper centre forward. Um, well, I say a proper centre-forward, I don't think they signed a, a Real Madrid big-name centre-forward, if that makes sense. Um, Bayern obviously took Harry Kane, but I don't think Madrid took someone. But again, if they're wingers and their players based around that, then maybe that's enough. Maybe, they'll yeah, play maybe, maybe tonight, they're maybe you they
1: know? just going to really go for that false nine thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: And yeah, you're right. Napoli was... So, you know, Spalletti had it right, didn't he? He worked it out. A couple of years in, yeah. he worked out the exact formula, the exact players, the exact way to play. You know, they'd they almost, they'd almost just be relentless for 50, 60 minutes, wouldn't they? Take their yes. lead and then kind of calm down, see yeah. the game out. That worked. Rudy Garcia, I think he's, I think he's bought in because he's quite similar. He plays quite a similar style of football. He, he kind of plays the same formation as well.
1: Well, high um, press, uh, stuff, high, yeah. high, you know, high possession um, in terms of where the possession is, rather than, them. you know comparative figures in terms of he's not he's not doing 70 80% possession and doing nothing with it. Yeah. It's not like a Deserbi. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more Aficion. I'm going to get the possession yeah. in your half yeah. and try and keep it there. He did that with Roma really well. It's just that he didn't really have the team because he had a lot of creative, but he didn't have a lot of he didn't have that strong defensive line.
0: Yeah. He also didn't have I mean you I know he had Totti but he didn't really have a finisher like Osherman either.
1: No. Nothing like he had nothing
0: like Osherman. Nothing. No, Osherman's on another planet at the moment. No. Um, okay, right. So we reckon Napoli first will top, but they'll go through that group. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go back to Inter again. Another good draw, really. Uh, they've got Benfica, yeah, RB Salzburg, which we know mm-hmm. about, and Real Sociedad. Um, they've so got to that, surely.
1: They should top that. They beat Benfica quite comfortably in that quarterfinal of Champions mm-hmm. League last year. Yeah, Salzburg, we know. Actually, how... I mean, although we've taken... was, Is it Okafor we've taken from them?
0: Yeah, that's right. Right.
1: So, we've taken Okafor from them. They're still a rapid team. That's a young, physical, fast team. But I think Simone Inzaghi, again, Mr. Cup that he yes. is, yeah, yeah. can easily break down the that kind of team. Um, and also... You've got to counteract that with with your own speed, as 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 a team. He's got that on the wings. He's got that. He's got that in abundance. He's got that actually through the middle of the park as well. Yeah. So he should be able to get through that. And the last team was sorry,
0: um, Real Sociedad.
1: Yeah, he'll beat Sociedad. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I, you know, Inter. They're a bit of a, you know. Their transfer market, different to ours, but just as efficient in terms of what they gathered and what they gained. You know, they well, sold Anana for, you know, a large fee. You know, yeah. You know, coming free. So fine, well done. You've done well, yes. Inter. Round of applause. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they replaced him with a cheap keeper, Sommer, but he's no, he's no, he's a good keeper. He's been a keeper for I've, the last 10 years.
1: I've, I've said this now. i said the last decade, Jan Sommer's been in the top five keepers in Europe. Sorry, Ooh. in the world.
0: Hundred percent. He has got a real shot stopper. He's got reflexes on him. I don't think anyone's even worked
1: he's, out. He's he's well. He's from um. He's from the Canton of Vaud, which is literally across the border from from Milan. Yeah. So he can he can easily get back home if he wanted to. But he um. <sighs> it, I only know this because I've got you know I've got nephews. They all live in Switzerland, so they all know Jan Sommer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, I've watched Jan Sommer now for like I say, like a good decade. And he has been consistently one of the best goalkeepers in the world, yeah at least for the last five, if not in this whole period and I just think because it's that thing that Buffon has said where you know there are goalkeepers who you will never even rate because they probably don't play for great national sides, they don't have the opportunity to play in World Cups or they yeah. don't have the opportunity to play in in European cups, but Switzerland has outperformed itself in Europeans. European Cups and World Cups, yeah, um, and and he's been a major factor of that. He well, leads he, that defensive line, so
0: yeah, at Italy's he, expense as well. Let's not. At, yeah.
1: And and at Italy's, yeah, we didn't qualify because he saved that penalty. Yeah, S- simple as that. So, um, so you've got that. I think the signings that they have made, they are real quality signings. Yeah, hundred real quality signings. They're they're not. They're not kind of, we need to fill up a squad. It's, these guys are going to challenge for the first places. And that's where I think there's the difference between how they've signed to what we've signed.
0: Yeah, we, we've gone for, what we've done in the last years, is go for not quite talents. They are, yes. there, but they're not quite. Or they're players that have shown it, but haven't for a while and need a bit of consistency and need a bit of a push. Whereas what yeah. they've done is they've gone straight in for a light-for-light light replacement of what they've got rid of. So, if you, you know, I, I just think, you know, they've got Dumfries and then they come on, Quadrado comes on. Yes. But DeMarco, and then you bring on Diagostino from Monza. Great player. Yes. Had a really good season last season. Yes. Their midfield is stacked. You know, Brozovic is gone, but, Frater, you know, is here. Their, you know,
1: their midfield... Not... So, so their midfield um, is, again, which is why I say I think they should have been winning more leagues.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong at all. You're not because... wrong. And I've put them to win this year, again, just based on the fact that their transfer market is so shrewd. Old Marotta, he knows what he's doing. You know, he's, he's, he's yeah. put it well together. and They should you know, last season, Napoli ran away with it. Maybe that's a blip. Um, the season before, we only won it by two points. Um, so, yeah, I think... They're just, a, they are a compact team. They even, like you said, you know, what you were going to say about their midfield, it's, it's just stacked, isn't it? Literally stacked.
1: It's, it's, it's genuinely, I genuinely, I mean, but I do say this and, and it pains me to say it because it's Inter, for God's sakes, but yeah. it's, they are, they do have one of the best midfields in European football. So yeah. it, it, because it's dynamic, it's, they, they, they can either play with strength they can either play with tactical nous, yep. they can play with experience, or they can play direct football. So you, there's probably only one thing missing from it, which is that kind of short, sharp, tiki-taka style of, of passing. They can't do with that midfield. That's Not the sure. one thing. But modern football doesn't give you that option anymore.
0: It has to be what works. If it works, yes. then that's fine. You know, they've, he's dropped Chanoglu down into regista row, well, isn't he, as well to take over from yeah. Rosic. That seems to have worked quite well for him, as much as that pains me to say as well. Yeah, precisely. Um, but we were, you know, well, let's let's move on. We've talked enough about let's, him now.
1: That's it. Sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hate him anyway. Right. So where are we? <laughs> you got we got another Lazio, is it? Yeah. Let's quickly go through Lazio. So I wish I wish we could have just timestamped stamped Lazio with us. Because let get forget Feyenoord, Atletico Madrid, and Celtic. Yeah, Flipping they'll beat Celtic. They'll beat Celtic. Well, again, you know the way they've started the league. I mean, I, I know you can't you can't judge them on two games, but they have not started well, and they've got to play Napoli, haven't they? Is it today, tomorrow, tonight, tonight? Tonight. So that's gonna be fun.
1: So. I mean, there's already a video going around. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but uh, Sari's at the airport and he sticks the finger up at another. Oh, of course, and, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 um, so that that being said, um, they might not make it out of the group. I think they might finish third in that group. The and the only reason why I'm saying that is I think again they have got a slight issue with actual depth of squad between league and champions league they've not really signed many people
0: yeah yeah you're right uh, well, at, yeah they've 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 lost the biggest piece of their midfield and they've not really replaced it properly
1: precisely yeah. so if you know you, managers like Sari need time to implement that style of football like his empoli was incredible but his Empoli was a three-year project so when we were seeing that Empoli that was was it Empoli have I just said the wrong team no no you're right it was Empoli yeah you know it was off the back of other successes that Empoli was having Mm. but you know they implemented a style and then when he went to Napoli that wasn't an instant thing that took three years, especially in that season where they lost by a point to that Juventus side, which was just an incredible season for them. So again, you've got to you've got to give Sari time, but you've also got to give him the budget and the players. And if you don't do that, then you you you're doing your team a disservice because I think he is one of the best actual Italian coaches around. Yeah. Um, he's not being serviced properly, from 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 what I can see, from what I can tell. I've got an uncle who's a Lazio fan, yeah, and he he, he loves him, but he also is like, why don't we have, you know, why why aren't we challenging more? And my like, was because you've not invested, you know that that the the, the club ownership just doesn't invest. Yeah, well, they
0: all all of Tito does it on like his terms, which is. It's his, yeah. yeah, and it,
1: it's his players and it's not the manager's players. And it's like, well, that's, that doesn't help anybody.
0: No, it, it, it doesn't work, does it? No. You know, you've got, you've got Sadie, who is you know, a great coach. Um, you've, you've taken away... Well, I say you've taken away... Look, they've done well to get 40 mil for SMS because he was going to go on a free... Yes. Advice, so that, yeah. that is pretty good. And then they've kind of replaced him with bits and bobs. Um, they might find,
1: they like... might find a jewel somewhere. They might yeah. find an absolute jewel in their youth squad, for example. But you know you're then relying on like a 17, 18, 19 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's
0: who's the forward they've signed? That's the one player. Is it a forward from Girona? He that's on loan it. Girona, but he but he's from like a is it New York Red? I can't remember what team he actually. Um, let me just look that up and see transfers because I know that was a hot that's a hot prospect and and I was thinking well they finally got a depth player for uh, immobile who's clearly on his way out as well. Yeah. Um, let me just open that up because I want to give the right name. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think third in the group is probably fair. The thing is with Lazio, they're either all there or they're not there at all. Yes. Um, you know, look at, look at them last year. In Europe, just not there. Whether he wanted to get out of it is a, is a different conversation. Um, but in the league, he then turned it up and he came runners-up. You know, that's it. That's it. And it. It's all, all there or nothing. And the guys, the guy's name's Tati Castellanos. Castellanos from New York, York City. That's it. Yeah, and he was on loan at Girona last year, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, and he, 24 years of age, for 15 mil. So that's, those are the sort of Lazio signings. Yes. That go well, aren't they?
1: And yeah. and also Immobile. I know Immobile's Immobile is only what he's just turned. Is he 30?
0: Oh, he's older than that. The i think he's mid thirties. He's thirty-three. He's
1: thirty-three. So, oh, okay. yeah. So, you know, again, it's about how you navigate players yeah. getting to to ends of contracts or getting—I don't want to say getting gone a bit in their in their careers. I mean, I'm forty for God's sakes. So, um, <laughs> I know why oh, I can't get a very game good right for now. 40, Gino. So thank you very much. But I can't, you know, I can't imagine somebody at the age of 33 anymore in the professional game being classed as old.
0: No, well, not anymore Especially
1: especially the way that they look after their bodies. So Immobile still got another two, three, four good good years ahead of him, uh, especially if he does a bit of a Di Natale where he just drops a little bit rather than being on the final line and he starts doing things like that.
0: Right? Lots of injuries, though, I'd say, and look, that, is that is the problem injury.
1: with him. That it, it is it is the injuries. So, again, you know, good on good on Lazio for signing somebody, but is that the permanent solution to somebody like Achero Mobile who uh last season how many goals did he get? He got
0: he, he did it's not many. He was, but again, I think he was injured, wasn't he? He was he
1: injured was, for a lot of it. The year before, he was the was he Capo Canoniera Yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah.
1: you know. <laughs> Again, I think I think Lazio's problems going to be just the depth of squad they have for Champions League, and then, yeah. and then that I do think that they will beat Celtic because I don't think Celtic Celtic really haven't you know done much since uh, uh, Postacoglu's gone away. Yeah. yeah, so they've got
0: Brendan Rodgers now, haven't they? Brendan Rodgers is back.
1: Well. Yeah, and Brendan Rodgers can get that team organised and win in the league. But no, no offense to the Scottish League, and that's always the sentence, isn't it, that you're about to offend them. But yeah, it's not that good. No, when you compare it to another once great but now not so (laughs) great league, like the Italian League. So you know, but I still think the Italian League's one of the best leagues. So full stop.
0: All right, then. Right. So let's um, what we'll do is we'll just we'll finish this little segment with just the Milan prediction. Yeah. Uh, and then that'll bring us nice into Madcattle. So, um, look, what, what do I think for this Champions League Group F? I think, yes, people are calling it the group of death base. And I think the reason it's a group of death is because of the competitiveness of the teams. If you mm. look at the four teams, any one of these teams could win this group. Any one of these teams could come last. I think it's that close. Um I think we'll come second. That's my, that's what I think. I think we will, I think PSG should win this group with the backing yeah. that they've got, the players that they've got, they should win it. Um, I think we're going to be second. I think we're going to, I think we're going to get some wins out of Dortmund and some wins out of Newcastle. Um, maybe a draw out of PSG, but that, that's where I'm putting us. Um, you know, could we come third? Yeah, potentially. Um, I, I'd rather come fourth than third. I'd, Mm, I'm just yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. In Europa League. I'm just not interested in it at all. Yeah. Um, it's just a drain. if you get you either do it or you don't. So if you're gonna go through the Champions League, great. If you're not, concentrate on the league. Um, Precisely. that's mine. Where, where are you putting them, Gino? Where are you gonna put Milan in this group?
1: I would be ninety-nine percent inclined to agree with you. Mm. And the one percent is well, the one percent is I think we could shock everybody and win that group.
0: Oh, that's what I wanna hear. That's it. And, and that is a positivity and, I
1: wanna hear. And and it's a one percent positivity.
0: But yeah. the, but I think Luis
1: Enrique, you see, for example, I I even tweeted out in the at the in the just before the summer transfer window, if you're gonna replace Pioli with anybody, it should be Luis Enrique. Yeah. Cause I think Luis Enrique is one of the best coaches I've ever seen. Um in the way that he sets up a team that plays such quick counteracting football, Mm. which is why I think Mbappe under him is going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah. Okay? Because the speed that they'll get that ball, which is why I think if Milan had had the Mercato that we've had with a Luis Enrique coach, I think we'd see uh, almost double the goals. You can't
0: say that, Gino. I, you, can't, you can't talk badly about Pioli. You know how it works.
1: I know I can't talk pure, badly about Pioli, and I'm not speaking badly about. Well, I, I'm not speaking bad about Pioli. but got to be do, careful
0: what we say about Pioli.
1: I do think, <laughs> I do think, Luis Enrique gets the wingers because he because he's played with that false nine, and and pretty much yeah. took that false nine idea to a different level. Um you did, Yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah.
1: You know, with that Barcelona side, he had a Messi, which is why he didn't do it with the Spanish national team. Do you get what I mean? So, could you imagine a Leao and Chukawuse, a Musa, Okafor under his tutelage? We would literally be playing, we would be playing quite honestly a 4 6 which is what they've been saying for years, especially when I've been doing my coaching, when I did my coaching badges years ago, that's what they're saying modern football yeah. is going to be. It's going to be 4-6 because that interchangeable six at the top. So you don't need your 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 kind of heavy duty defensive midfielder. You need your box to box. So, but that's why I'm saying, I think though, He's not had club management experience for a few years. So mm. balancing that out is going to be something that he's going to have to get reacquainted to. And will he have the squad that can do that? Which is why I think we can nick a win with PSG. I think we can get a win and a draw against Dortmund. And I think I think we'll, we'll do the dirty on Newcastle, especially at home. I think at home we'll embarrass them.
0: We we can't be a Premier League team. We, no, we we, 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 no, we're
1: a Farmers League. T- yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. Prem faces everywhere are going to be re- are going to exactly. be looking up my name and trying to find me. But tough. That's
0: it. No, it's impossible. We can't do that.
1: No, <laughs> impossible.
0: All right. Look, thank you for that. Let's let's move on to the Mercado bit then. So, look, a lot has happened, doesn't it, in a couple of days? <laughs> yeah, um, massive. I, I mean, I don't think I've. I don't think I've... Because Milan, historically, they don't do the last day of the transfer market, do they? Um, not the yeah. last couple of years. They're yeah. all done, dusted. Uh, no drama, no issues. I don't think I've ever refreshed my newsfeed as much as I did uh, yesterday, <laughs> the day before. Um, yeah. So, look, I, I, I did a bit of a deep dive in the Mercado on the other pods, but I, I think it's safe to say we've had a pretty good Mercado overall. We've had some really good entries and we've had some decent exits as well now. Yeah. Um, so, let's just recap the last few days. So, Tarimi. Yeah. So, you know, Tarimi on paper was the ideal candidate for a rotation player with Giroud or a starting player with Giroud maybe taking more games out. Um, Mm -hmm. Absolutely perfect. Numbers are all where they needed to be. Played for Porto, so a big team. Played in the Champions League for Porto as well. So, knew, knows how to play that. International, reigning international. um, Very similar to Giroud in terms of characteristics, size, stature, heading ability. All that jazz. Yeah. Uh, You're not I don't think you were going to pick up a better centre forward for what what, what the rumours were, which was fifteen mil plus three million bonuses.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then this telenovela of just he is coming, he's not coming, he is coming, he's not coming. I think all the bigs on the transfer market scrambling around trying to understand what was actually going on. You know, we heard that it wasn't going to happen, and then and then we saw an intermediary at Casa Milan. Then we heard it was happening. Then we heard it was something to do with the agents and their commission. Then we heard it was something to do with the player's salary. Long story short, it didn't happen. Um, I think that would have been a really good signing. But I'm also the of the opinion if you're going to mess about and you're going to mess about that long, then see you later. Um, we've got to move on.
1: Yeah, secure the deal. You're not in a yeah. nightclub trying to, you know... I, I, that was a metaphor that I was going to go nowhere with. Um, yeah. The <laughs> it, It's either get the commitment firm and quick from the player yeah and then sign him or don't allow don't allow the sporting newspapers to dictate your market
2: yeah exactly. which is
1: what which is what ha- which is the which is the the cock up of that because if you look at all the other signings that we had in the summertime it was Fast, efficient, job done.
0: Yeah, and th- and that's why I think we've started so well this season because the players had a chance yeah. to play with each other for a couple of months. You know, whereas players that arrive so late, you know, they're almost a month behind before they've even kicked a ball. So yes. you know, you're absolutely right. Fast, quick, efficient, you know, I don't think we overplayed I don't think we overpaid for any player either. I think we paid some
1: we've got so basically if, if, do we want to go over the ones that have come in? I've got the list in front of me. Yeah. 20 million. Yeah. Start doing, yeah. That. Start doing some counting here for me, Max. Okay. So we got got yeah. 20 million. Pulisic, 20 yeah. million. Yeah. Musa, 20 million. Reinders, 19. Loftus Cheek, 16. Okafor, 14. Michael Pellegrino, 3.5. Now we just had Luka Jovic last night, free transfer. Uh, yeah. Luka Romero, free transfer. Yeah. And technically Marco Sportiello, free transfer. Yeah. So that combined some, what's that, 60, 79, 83, 90, 90, 93 million.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, bad,
1: sorry, expenditure, 114 million. Uh, 114 million. Income from 69 million, which we got 64 million just for Tonali. So with Tonali, yeah. we signed, well, we signed Chukawuze, Pulisic, Musa, and what Pellegrino. So the 19 for Reinders, the 16 for Loftus Cheek, and the 14 for Okafor have come from obviously pockets and and also Champions League money.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was a budget, wasn't there? There was it always was a really budget. budget that we had. Because uh, we were one of the only Italian teams that had a budget that wasn't. Yes. sufficed on sales. Um, we we sure. made a sale, a big one. Uh, and also, you know, if the players that have gone out, you know, the ones that have gone on loan with an option or whatever, if they if they do well and they are bought, you know, that's another sort of 20, 30 million. Um, maybe a bit more, actually, that could potentially get yeah. our budget year which gives us the money that we need for the center forward that we desperately crave um, and,
1: and if we look at those that would that would be kettle uh, the kettle yeah messias salamacas yeah um they've gone on they've gone on loan fees
0: you've okay. got a regi well because i think there's a buy is it five mil five is mil them?
1: just to get rid of him which yeah. fine we're saving on wages um you know <laughs> That, that, like you're saying there's about another 35 40 million yeah. from those four players yeah so yeah. you know if Milan again Milan gets to quarterfinals semi-finals of Champions League they get yeah. into they they let's say we we go far in the league. I'm not saying anything. I've got wood all around me. I'm touching all of it, right? Yeah. So, so, it's, it's it's one of those things where you go, okay, budget wise, we can manage this. And it's about playing clever. And it's about, look at those signings that we've actually got this year. Yeah.
0: And, and out of 10 then, now that it's finished, what would you grade it?
1: So, it's really, a Milan transfer i think i remember the galliani days of mr x and even yeah. before that and 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 having to get players on frees and all this stuff so i i would genuinely put this as one of the best transfer seasons i mean i'd go 8.5 okay that's fair yeah that's good i th- i think the only thing that we really put i had a misstep in is i i would have liked to have seen uh uh striker of caliber coming in.
0: Yeah. What about you? Yeah, what, would you what would you put it at? I, I put it at eight, um, just under what you've done. Uh, right. And the reason I give it an eight is um, you're absolutely right. We 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 signed Luka Jovic last minute. Uh, he obviously was a backup because it sounds like he was sitting in a a hotel in Milan or like eating Pringles yeah. or something. Like yeah. After, <laughs> he, did. He, there, the he He <laughs> was already yeah. there, wasn't he? I don't want to see the mini bar. Uh, uh, but he must oh, have been there a while. It's a panic buy, isn't it? It's a panic it last is. minute. But there's no risk because it costs nothing other than his wage. Yeah, um, that's fine. Um, I think we're a bit short centre defence. I think we're a bit short yes. centre backs. Uh, Pellegrino could do it, but he might not. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's that's a big risk playing all these games, especially Champions League ones against these teams. Um, I've got a little bit of doubt over. Krinich as well, absolute boss the last few games. So he's making Mm. me eat my words already. Yeah. Um, Can he sustain that level of performance through the entire Serie and Champions League until Benacer gets back? I'm not sure. And then Adley is his rotation backup, which hasn't he hasn't really played. I don't really know. I'm not really sure what to (laughs) what to put him in. I know he's a great player with great feet, uh, but he is (laughs) he is. He's small, isn't he? He's not built. He's quite he's quite skinny. He's Is he quite. gonna get pushed out a bit? Yeah. Um, so that that's it. But everything else, you know, and I'm not I'm not degrading it in any shape or form. It's a fantastic market, of one of the best we've done ever. Yeah. Um, you know, we have strengthened in depth most places. We finally have right wingers. I mean, how obvious was it that we needed right wingers? I don't know how why it took so long. Um, I just
1: <sighs> right. I just, uh, before we move on to the right wing situation, this is the only thing yeah. that I'm going to say about the two names that you've brought up, which is Kroonich and yeah. Adley. Yeah. Adley for me, okay, so he's what is he? One metre 86, so he's six foot, six foot tall, right? Yeah. Um, he's, I would just like to see him have five consecutive games.
0: Yes, so like you can actually see what he can do. Yeah, 30 right.
1: minutes at a time, right? now the pressure for five consecutive games for 30 minutes at a time that lad is either going to show the character that he is or or crumble okay yeah. i hope for i hope for him that he shows us how just how good he is because yeah. then we've got something else in that midfield that's number one but number two and 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 and, and i i just don't get why he's not been tested did he do something to Pioli? Did did he do something? Did, does Pioli have daughters? Did he, did he just wave his locks in their hair, in their face? I don't know, right? He must have. He, he, must he, have. he is too good looking to be a footballer for me. But anyway, right? Um, you've then got Kroonich. This is the only thing I will say about Kroonich, which will be almost blasphemy to Milan fans. Clarence Seydorff, I watched Clarence Seydorff for years. He is no Clarence Seydorff by any stretch of the imagination. But Clarence Seydorff had this one thing which nobody ever evaluated properly. Clarence Seydorff bought you seconds. Kroonich does the exact same thing. Last night, every time he had the ball, whether he was fouled, because by the way, last night, Roma were dirty, and we're going to get to that Roma game in a yeah, second. Yeah, of
0: course we yeah. when
1: he was fouled, my God, he played it brilliantly. He was like, yeah. he was on the floor and he was pointing at his ankles and his calves and everything. I mean, he was battered around. Yeah. But when he wasn't being beaten up, he could hold that ball for anybody. That and he's done that consistently. What he's not seemed to have had is a kind of an idea of how to distribute it. And these last three three games, he's distributed it a hell of a lot better, and I think it's because he's got somebody like a Reindeers next to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. He's got he's got space. He, he can, has space.
1: He yeah. can grab you that essential two three seconds. And Sadorf used to do it all the time. He would stick his bum out, right? Players would bounce uh-huh. off, yeah. and then all of a sudden he's just got. Oh, I've got two three seconds to make a decision here. Yeah. It's like he's it's like he's just got just that little bit better.
0: Yeah, you're right, you're right. And and, and you know, he's got reindeers and loft of cheek, hasn't he? Sort of yeah. in it sort of, you know, doing the hard work, you could say. Yeah. And he's kind of just tidying up, tidying up, laying it off, tidying it up, laying off. And sometimes too much time is a bad thing, uh, for some yeah. players. But he's he's done pretty well with it. So look, it just remains to be seen. I have already eaten my words after three games. He's he's played really well, like yes, um i just there's just something i don't know what it is <laughs> I, I just I, I can't put it into a word but there's just something i'm just not sure about yeah, i and think maybe, it's called past trauma <laughs> i think you're right yeah and it, i think it's lack of consistency in the last couple of seasons as well it just this is his chance to really nail down a spot and really krnit should be saying to bioli when Benner says back listen mate I, i've done it now i can do it if he wants me out of this team he's going to you're going to really have to move me yeah, um, that's what I want. What I don't want is Krinic uh, to go back into his inconsistent ways or sloppy play, giving the ball away, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, so far, so good. I'm going to shut my mouth because I don't want to ruin it anymore. Um, right, OK, cool. So let's let's move on then. Let's recap the Roma game. Um, and then we'll do the Bottolaria cannoli piece. So, look, um, 2-1 win for Milan. Another three points. Nine out of nine points. Um, I think... If we let's do, let's just go through the starting 11s and then what we'll mm-hmm. do is we'll just cut around the players and then we'll just yeah. have a sort of like closing part each around how the game or how we thought the game went. So, sure, Milan, yeah. Milan virtually unchanged from the first two games and rightfully so. If I ain't
2: mm-hmm. right,
0: um, so Magnan and goal, Hernandez, Tamori, Chow, and Calabria are back four. Kronic, Reinders and Loftus-Cheek foreman are midfield three. And then Liao, Giroud and Pulisic are front three. Mm-hmm. Line up against Romers 3-5, is that right? 3-5-2. So, Raul Patricio, um, Patricio in goal, uh, Mancini, Smalling and Diego Lorente at the back. Silic, uh, Cristante, Paredes. I always say this, one, I'm going to try again. Ua, um, Zaleski in their midfield. Obviously, Zaleski and Silic as their wing-backs. Uh, Balotti and They've got, I love in Google they've put in Faraone. El yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, up front. Um. So, look, you know, it is what it is. Let's, you know, Magnan, I thought he had a pretty good game. Uh, didn't really have to do much until the end. And he was a bit scrambly, actually, the last few minutes. Mm. But maybe untested for so long, he, he, he's, I don't know, maybe he'd already popped a chair and, and had his tea and coffee before the you night know, uh, is uh, gone. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But solid. What, what do you think? I think he yeah.
1: had a solid game, really. Um, so Manian, I would almost, I would give him again, a, well, really a seven out of ten.
0: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, not think he had
1: to do much um, on the goal. It's just unlucky. It's just, it's just a, a deflection. He couldn't do much about. I no. thought the last few minutes, like you say, is a little bit flappy, but. <laughs> I just think that's more because all of a sudden the Roma players started backing into him a lot quicker, started yeah. making things a lot more awkward for him to catch.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so, you're awkward, yeah. And and, he, and the thing is as well, you're at the Stadio Olimpico. Your dad's ten men. You just yeah. conceded a goal, which you, you know, you hardly had any work to do all game. Then all of a sudden the pressure's on. Yeah, um, I think it's fair. I wasn't expecting him to be flappy. Though. I think is there one that comes in from across. And before that, he's picked out like six out of six crosses in the air himself. That's and he it. just flaps it, and just almost like drops it. And then it's like a scramble and then it's like a corner. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. You know, I think a seven out of 10 is fair. Um, he, he's lost his clean sheet, which I'm sure he'll be fuming about. Yes. Um, but There's like you a said,
1: yeah. fair, isn't there? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just made him sound like money, money hungry. But um, yeah. if anything, it's more of a mental bonus because it's, well, yeah. I protected my goal. Yeah, so,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah so know. okay, cool. So let's move on. So um, controversial here. We'll go David David Galabria. What What did you think of Galabria?
1: I am I am one of the very few exponents of defending Galabria at all costs. So okay. yeah. I. Th- it was his cross to Leao that yep. got the goal. I thought, uh, El-, El Faraone didn't really trouble him. No, Pellegrini didn't really trouble him. He Aur, how do you say his name? our uh, Yeah. That was I, it. <laughs> however you say it, right? It Sounds yeah. like a cat regurgitating Um yeah. He he didn't really trouble him when he drifted left. Um, so uh, yeah, again, seven seven
0: point five. Yeah. I, I think Calabria is going to get a load of heat this year because of the way that Pioli's playing. Pioli's playing this inverted fullbacks, isn't he? Where he's, he yes. drops. Into the defense, and he puts Calabria and Theo into the midfield with Reinders and uh, Loftus Cheek. Right, and it almost yeah. becomes a 3, four, three yeah, um, which is which is great. Now, Theo Hernandez has all the attributes to play that position. He's fast. He's technically gifted. Yeah. He can score. He can run. He can cross. He can do everything that a modern fullback should be able to do. Now, for me, Calabria is more of a classic fullback. He he isn't that guy. So. He is playing his backside off and he is putting everything he's got in, and he assisted, like you said. Um, but he just is not going to look as good as Theo in that. I just I, I think it's just a natural thing. Um, that doesn't mean he's playing badly or he's done badly. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's a bit he's like having, fun, having
1: a sorry, yeah. mate. Well, a collection, and what you've got is a 1960s yeah. Fiat 500, and next to it, you've got a Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah, now one's going to be looking great. One's gonna be one's gonna be handy just to get to the shops, and one's gonna be great going down the motorway. Do you get what I'm getting at here? Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like, well, okay, that's but that's what Calabria brings you. So if you are Moncada, you should be having that conversation saying, Do you need a right back? Yeah. And if you're not having that conversation, why aren't you having that conversation? So I think the thing that Calabria I think the thing that Calabria brings more than anything, okay, is when it's man to man marking. I know there are videos all over the place where he seems to be falling over or or going the wrong direction. Yeah. When it's the big games, that Napoli game where we won four nil, mm. where was Kavashka Kavashkarelia? Where he was, wasn't. It? Yeah, he was it wasn't. in his pocket yeah. all game for three games on the bounce david calabria took out arguably the best um left sided attacker in the league for three games mm. he didn't make yeah. he didn't make him you know so when he when he's got that job he's great i agree with you totally that if you've got to run up the wing and keep on Doing a Teo Hernandez style, holy shit! I'm fast, right? Mm. And I, you're not going to get that from him. So either change his position or change the player.
0: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And but you know, he he was fine. He did he did his job. I think he does get. Is it him that gets cut in when they do yeah. score? It is him, isn't it? Yeah, he gets he lets us be cut in. Um, so a bit of criticism, I'll probably give him a bit lower, I'll go about seven, uh, but still decent, still really good. Um, right, so uh, Chow didn't really put a foot wrong, did he? For 90 odd minutes, um, Chow is Chow is like our find of,
1: of, of, of the decade,
0: yeah, yeah, he just is so composed,
1: um, big bloke as well. He mugged off. Lukaku, in such a way, yeah, <laughs> Lukaku's trying to throw around his weight, and you've got a 21 year old who's just gone,
0: No, nah. no, not having it, I'm not, having, not it.
1: having it,
0: yeah. So... And then the foul as well, doesn't he? And the rest, is like, No,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. L- L- Luke, big whether you're a big striker or a nifty, like nifty footed, humble striker. You're going to have issues with with Chow. Yeah. Simple as that. He'll outrun you. He'll outmuscle you, and he's got great feet. Yeah. Just, well, just, just you wait until he goes a little
0: bit higher up the pitch and he starts delivering balls. Yeah, and that that's what he's missing, though, isn't it? He he moves up the pitch well. It's that final ball is not quite there. He's a little bit inconsistent with it. But he's twenty-one. Like, you know, give him a couple of seasons, he's going to be. He's he is potential. He is he is a really good player. I'd love to see what he'll be like in a couple of
1: seasons. I'd I'd almost be showing him videos of Beckenbauer. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in the right. Or, he's in or, the right or, country to learn how to be a defender better, isn't he? Let's yeah. Be
1: honest. Or or Il Capitano. Exactly. I was going to say. Um, just just show him Baresi. Yeah. Just basically you... say, watch all these videos. Watch how he did yeah. it.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, he's a he, good game. I'm giving him an eight out of ten, I think, at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, you know, maybe it's a new segment, but Muppet of the Day, uh, Tamori. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a theme tune for that. What is he doing? Um, he, you know, I mean, Bolotti knows what he's doing. Let's be honest. He, he's not. He's been around here. He knows how to throw himself back into a player and make it look yeah. worse than it is. Uh, so the first yellow card is just silly. Um, yes. But then you know that you're on a yellow card. You know that we're in the ascendancy. We're having a great game. We're all over them. Um, So you go do that. Um, Just stupid. Foot through him as well. It's not even... There's no part of it that is questionable. It is a clear yellow, the second one, and it's a clear sending off. I think think he's looked edgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's looked edgy,
1: and I think that he's... um... I think that he's looked... Unsettled, and really, what I um, I think that comes down to. He had a great first season when he came in.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, he did. Yeah, and I think there was a lot of hype about it, and we win the league. Okay, in his full time first season, and. He's not looked as he didn't look comfortable last year or last season, I should say. And ultimately, there were moments where he was really, really good, and then moments where he was just really, really bad. And he's had this. What happened yesterday? I think he's probably just putting on way too much pressure on himself. Yeah. He wants to desperately get back into the England squad, but you know the reason why he's not being picked for the England squad is because the English national team is so insular and only looks at the premier league that you can sign Declan Rice for 120 million and think that that's a bargain. Yeah, so yeah. Y- yeah. Y- you know it I think this I think there's just I think that's more about him taking the time, stepping back. Um
0: he he'll come good again. Yeah, I, I think I think you're on. The, I think you're on something with the pressure piece. I think Tamori um, historically has been the younger one of the two in the centre backs. I yeah. think then he, he's paid for. He's probably been the less experienced one, so he's had the other one to kind of show him, teach him, nurture him. He's arrived at Milan and he's kind of been stepped up to that guy within a season and a half Yeah. because Kajir is not playing, um, and he's the experienced one. Yeah, you know, Chow's kind of bumped Kalulu and Kajir on the head and kind of gone through, and rightfully so. Yeah. Um, so, Tamori is the guy. He is the leader of that defence. And he, yeah. I think you're right, I think the pressure gets to him and he makes weird, sloppy decisions. Um, yeah. For me, Tamori also throws himself in too much, too quickly. He oh, needs yeah. to learn to beat a bit better. Um, yeah. You know, as, as Maldini said, although it's a strange quote, you know, if I've had to make a foul, I've had a tackle, I've already made a mistake. Um, Tamori just throws himself in, I think. He, he needs to stay on his feet better. Uh, aerially. Yeah. Really gifted. Uh, he's actually quite good with the ball at his feet. Um, he's not really <laughs> good
1: with the ball at his feet, taking yeah. the ball, taking the ball out from defence. He's really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, and his speed as well was great. Yeah. And that, that when a fast attacker tries to get in between the lines, he's probably done him for pace already. It is just. I think it's a mental thing. I think you're right. It's the pressure. I think it's just getting to him. But yeah. what the annoying thing is now is we, I think we we missed him now for the derby, don't we? So now we've got to we've got to move stuff around against Inter. Yeah and not play our strongest um, centre-back pairing. Just frustrating. Yeah. Could have been avoided. Anyway, right, we'll move on. So, midfield. So, um, we've talked about Krynich already, but again, a really good game from Krunich, And again, really didn't put much wrong, did he? Uh, kept the ball well. Oh, hey, no. Uh, like I said, I, no. I like that he's up. Um, I've, I've talked about a bit of a gap between the centre-backs and him in the first couple of games, but this game, they were quite tight, quite quite well knit and actually him dropping even more into that centre back role this game mm. show just how good he is on the ball. Um so yeah. for me fantastic game from Krunich completely in all my words if I'm honest.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, um, touching words, hope it stays, hope it carries on. Um, right. Anything you want to put on Krunich or should we move on to the other team? Move on. Move on. I've right. said what I have to say so, about that man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Loftus cheek um absolute beast absolute beast of a player. Um, Big bloke, uh, good in the air, great feet, really good feet. He is doing like skill sets and turns and all sorts in that midfield. He likes to drop his shoulder. He likes to make that pass that you're thinking the pass obvious is ahead of him. He does it sideways and someone gets it there. Yeah. Uh, Does well to win the penalty and argues it rightfully so. I think he had about six Roma players in him at one point. I don't think he was even phased slightly. No. Um, No, no. And, We'll talk about substitutions later, but obviously he has to come off when, when tomorrow gets sent off. I don't think he did much wrong. Uh, again, another great performance. What would you think?
1: I think, yeah, probably in a weird way, you could argue man of the match. Yeah. yeah um, I, think. I, I think he absolutely dicked with that Roman midfield. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear. I've, I've sworn a few times on this podcast, Max, you're just going to have to put a PG on yeah. this. But yeah. he, he he, absolutely, I just thought he controlled the pace that was going through that right hand side. Like you said before, we never, we didn't actually jump back to it. But the fact that we've got a right wing now terrifies yeah. me because yeah, yeah. how good, how much better is Liao going
0: to be now? Yeah. Much by us having a right wing. So. It's the, pre- the pressure gone as well, isn't it? Because Loftus, <laughs> on that right-hand side of midfield, he's like we haven't just upgraded the right wing. We've now got a right-sided midfielder, yeah, who can ball with it. And actually, if you think of how he'll cover, collaborate, but then also attack, it's ideal, absolutely ideal. All right, great. Sixteen million as well.
1: Sixteen million. I think he's twenty-seven. He. Should have been playing more regularly in the Premier League. He hasn't because basically Chelsea is owned by what can only be described as some sort of sporting anti-god um, who wants to give out these massive contracts. Who they want to relegate players to the benches. It just makes no sense why you're doing that all the time. So sod Chelsea, sod the Premier League format of doing those kinds of things. You know. He's a physical big player. Hmm. He he's quick. He's got technique. He again like like Tamari wants to get back into the England squad. Has got the capabilities again yeah. back into the England squad. I think if Gareth Southgate doesn't take the pair of them to the next tournament, it's just because Gareth Southgate isn't interested in watching players outside of the of playing it in England. And yeah. you know. But then, you know, saying that is—it's not as if he's not going to take um, Bellingham, is he?
0: So no, um, yeah, So oh, cool.
1: So there is, so there is this kind of issue I have with, with that, just for, for the English national side, side which I do not support in any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought Loftus Cheek was phenomenal last night. And long may it continue. And look, the only reason why he he got benched was because he was on a yellow. It wasn't yeah. because of his performance. It's because he was yeah. on a yellow. You've already had yeah. one player. You can yeah. see what the Roma what Roma's tactics were. Yeah, Mourinho it Mourinho's a sheer house. Yeah, you're I mean, right, you're right. I
0: mean, there's no, for it, there's no. There was no tactical prowess. It was just. It was just sit back. Defend, counter, get yeah. as many uh, as possible for them. Make it, make it, uh, make it as difficult as possible for them to play. That, that's their, that's what they did. That's their style. Yeah. Um, it's a bit embarrassing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Let's move on. So, Reinders, um, controversial now. I'm going to be controversial. Go on. Um, great player defensively. Mm-hmm. Great player. Great player in construction. Runs yeah. a lot. Covers the ground.
1: Yeah.
0: Not great in front of goal. That's what I've seen for the last three three games. He, he's a little bit... Uh, he's snatching. He's rushing. Um, his shots. I don't know if you've noticed. There's a couple of times where he's pulled back to in the penalty area and he just fluffs it. Um, hmm. He did it last night. He did it last night. Um, and he did it against Torino a couple of times as well. Um I mean, I'm just being. I'm just trying to find something. But he, he's he's a top player for 19 million. His move from the Everdies to Serie A doesn't look like it's phased him at all. Do, if anything, he's better.
1: Do, do you know what? it this is in a way, I'm glad Tonali went.
0: Well, yeah. To end To end up having the, a player the, like him. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's only three games in. Yeah. And I have seen from him a level of commitment running, you know, what is it, 13 kilometres the last game. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the stats are for last night, but there was a moment between the 70th and the 80th minute where he had three players around him, and he did this little spin and turn and just yeah. released himself from the three. And then he actually turned back into them to do it again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? He's just toying with them.
1: And you just go, you have got the audacity to do that I yeah. I literally I want you to sign a 10 year con- I want us to do a bit of a Chelsea and get him to sign a 10 year contract yeah. good I look. have been shocked at how good he has been I thought but do you know what that point that you're making about in front of goal mm. agree do we need him to score goals no no you don't yeah you don't
0: we- and then no, what what a uh, what a place to be in when we can yeah. finally. These- like that. Um he's a great player. This is what yeah. an absolute steal, absolute steal of a player. Um and I can understand why he's here. And as Pioli's transitioned from his formation last season, which was the you know the four two three one, into this uh four three three hybrid three four three, 3 Reinders cheek are the exact players that he needed to, to do this. Um so I'm I'm just impressed with Reinders. I just think he could be a bit better in front of goal. But like you said, three games in, still loads of games left to play. I'm sure yeah. he's gonna never at some point, um, everything is there. Absolutely, everything is there, and there will be a point where we do need those goals. Um, you know, when Leao's not firing or Pulisic yeah. or Giroud. Uh, but he is top player, top player. Absolutely, so impressed with him. Right, okay. So the attack. So look, uh, let's start with Pulisic. Um, not his best game in our colours, but still a good game. Still, still far better than a Messi or Salad performance.
1: And 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 the, well, and that's it. So that right-hand side with Loftus-Cheek and Pulisic already is doing better and it's not getting bogged down and it's not running out of ideas. No, no. And um, you couldn't play Messias and Salamakis together. No. You can play Pulisic and Loftus-Cheek together. And if you don't play Pulisic on the right-hand side, then we've got Chukawuze. Yeah. And if you don't play Loftus-Cheek... Then we've got Romero. S- yeah. So the signings are doing right. Yeah. What they're meant to be doing, they've given us options. Pulisic, the first two games, Capitano America. Yeah. With, you know, Suma did with his typical, you know. Yeah. Yeah. USA, USA. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, usually, usually reserved for all sorts of other things. So. Great, phenomenal. Like why? Why again? Last night you're playing against Roma. You're playing against uh, a dirty tackling, tackling hard tackling team. Mourinho knew what he was doing with with how they man marked Pulisic. He wasn't being allowed to cut in. No. Which is why, if I'm not sure if you notice this, Leao came across to the right-hand side, and he's been given that freedom to come to the right-hand side because he knows Pulisic will go over to the left.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Salamakas and Messias, if they went to the left-hand side, my God, they would have literally been like, you know, airdropped into some sort of jungle combat. That's what it would have looked like for them.
0: Yeah. And also, you know, I'm sure you've heard this already, Interesting stat. Yeah. Pulisic has already equaled Salamaker's top goal scoring season in A with two there goals. You go. Yeah. We're in game three. And I think if it wasn't for a miraculous uh, Patricio Say, Pulisic would have had a goal anyway. Yeah. I think he literally doesn't he like reflex with one of his yeah. arms, jumps it up and because Pulisic is on and he almost scores. Um so again, you're right, you know, upgrade on that right hand side and Pulisic doing what he needs to do. You can't score every game, but he definitely put in a great performance. Yeah. And he had them scrambling, you know, in a compact team like Roma, who, like you said, were playing that style. He was still dribbling. He was still getting it. He was still getting crosses in. Um, yeah. Great. And then let's move on to Leao. So, Liao, what a player. Um, I Sometimes I don't even know how to remove the smile from my face when he plays. Um, yeah. Just what a goal. Just what a goal. Um It's a great bit of play uh, up to that right-hand wing, and then Calabria, you know, gets this fantastic ball into the middle, and Liao is literally on the floor. He's literally been put on the floor by Silly. On the floor, literally, still manages to bicycle kick it as a volley into the. I think he hits the post, doesn't he? With goes in. With never going to get. No, sorry, sorry, Max. So you
1: can start that again. He was never going to get it. No, No, sorry. It was his standing leg. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> so, it, you know, anybody grab anybody, start pulling to the ground, and say now with your standing leg, flick Possibly.
0: your score that. <laughs> great goal, absolutely great goal, and he and he just he just he just has fun, doesn't he? He's just playing for fun. He 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 plays with a smile on his face. I'm.
1: As a Milan fan and as a football fan, I am, in a weird way, honoured that he hasn't taken the big money move to somewhere in the Premier League or somewhere like the Arab League. Yeah. I think it's a testament to actually what Milan has done for him as a player. Yeah. And I think if you can guarantee... Champions League football for the next five seasons and you can guarantee a good run in the Champions League and you win the league a few more times
0: where's Leal going to go? He's not he's going to stay well you hope so anyway you hope so
1: you know until, until until these Arab teams get into the Champions League and actually until they then start to have the structures of being able to potentially win these leagues like the Champions League, they're not, they're not going to do, they're not going to get players like a layout. I'm sorry. They're just not. No, they're not. You're right. And, and I, don't, sorry, I
0: don't think They're not going to be in the Champions League. I don't think they're going to no. get in
1: there. And if you open it up to them, yeah. well then what? So the American Football Federation federation's not going to turn around and say, uh, why aren't we in it when we've got
0: Messi? Yeah, Exactly. It doesn't make sense, does it? You know, um, I, th- I think I tweeted something like, um, Italy can't qualify for the World Cup, so can we be in the CONCAF so we can qualify? Yeah, precisely. You know, that's how silly it feels, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, great player. And, you know, I can't think of any more adjectives to describe Lear, which is fantastic. He hasn't yeah. even got a swing of things either. So, I'll, again, when he gets going, <laughs> um, yeah. other teams are going to be in trouble. Um, right, so... We'll do, uh, we'll quickly talk through Giroud. Uh, I'm just conscious we're on a minute 13. Sorry. Um, hour 13, sorry. So we'll go through Giroud and then we'll do our parting shot. So yeah. Giroud uh, did what he needed to do, uh, held up well, played the ball around. Again, no goal from action, but he did get his penalty. Mm. Uh, and four goals for the season, three penalties. Now, of course, the AC Lagarde is everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But stonewall, absolutely stonewall penalty. You cannot put your studs up and take the player out in the penalty area. Full stop, done.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So he slots away a fantastic penalty. His technique is, because he's a left footer as well, I think he just looks better. Um, Uh,
1: Yeah. And do you know what? I, I watched that over and over again and I couldn't tell what the penalty was. That's how embarrassing it is from my perspective, right? Yeah. Until literally this morning, about five minutes before coming online, I've then seen a slow-mo video of Rui Isio's tripping of Loftus-Cheek.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Just sticks his foot out, doesn't he? Sticks his foot out, studs up. Yeah. nightmare. Right. Sorry. Go on. What was the next (laughs) segment? (laughs) All right, cool. So, look, uh, we take the 2-1. We take it back to the San Siro. We play our derby next. Nine points. Happy. Roma, dirty team, whatever. Um, Yeah. No. Bottom of the league, Oh, no one draw, isn't it? Um, yeah, relegation with Lazio. <laughs> we should yeah. screenshot put it somewhere. Maybe that should be our um, yeah. background picture for now because it won't stay like that. Um, and then really quickly, so obviously no Okafor, Pierre Kalulu, Samuel Chukwueze, and Tomaso Tomaso Pobega coming in. Yeah. Um, um, Okafor had a good couple of couple of minutes. Good, good feet. Uh, good ball control.
1: Again. Um, I would like to see Okafor, Chukavuze, and Musa coming on at around the 55, 60th minute. So they build minutes into their legs, into that system. I'd like to see Romero with some playing time, actually, because I'd like to see what what he's capable of. Um, You you know, I'd like to see a bit more rotation. That's my only going to be my only criticism. If we don't bring these guys on, we're going to get into a situation of multiple Adleys.
0: Yeah. But you know that purely doesn't do subs until the 60th, right? So, <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah.
0: Anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're right. You are right though. You are right. He de- they need to get some game time. But you know, understandable yeah. uh, with a set as well. Probably changed his complete plan. Um, yeah. But anyway, we'll move on. We love it, right? So let's finish on some bottalaria and some cannoli. So, look, my I start with my cannoli. It's got to be Liao's goal. Wow, what a yeah. goal! Um, I just I, the more I watch it the more I, I you know it, it is so technically difficult to do that um, yeah. and he just does uh, so that's definitely one of my Keneally's. Um I think my other Koneleys uh, Rada Kroenich in the middle of the field where he sends two of the Roman midfielders for a hot dog um, and then cuts, <laughs> cuts back in again and then does it again and then passes it out um, yeah. we're, we're down to ten men we've got a lot of pressure on us um, but I think I think those Roma midfielders are still trying to put the mustard on top of those hot dogs. It was just absolutely sublime. Um, yeah, and then my 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 bottle of is just Tamori. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, you yeah. know you're on a yellow. You see, we're coming up to the 60th minute. Why do you go and put your foot in like that, uh, knowing that he has just backed onto you ever since you got that yellow card? He's done nothing, Balotelli, but, but that. Um, those are my those are my ones. Uh, that's my parting shots, I suppose. Uh, what about <laughs> you? what are your cannoli and your Bottolari for, for the game?
1: Um, cannoli, I'd agree with you. That goal by Leao was just something spectacular. It's not that kind of you know Quagliarella forty five yard overhead kick nonsense. It was just technically the way that he adapted his body to get the shot off with the standing leg. Was was impressive, and yep. um, the other one I would say would be that reindeer thing, where yep. he turned out the players, turned them inside out, ran off, turned back into them, did it again. So that for me was just because I remember I was watching it with my dad. And my dad's not a huge, you know, he, he likes football, but he's you know not obsessed. But he watched that and he went, oh. And nice. I'm like, if you can make my dad, who rarely ever speaks, go,
0: oh, that's, you know. Yeah, amazing. So yeah. Reindeers, has, um, reindeers has put that extra little bit of pistachio on your cannoli, then. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible euphemism, Max. <laughs> but I'm going to use it. <laughs> go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's brilliant. Right. Oh, I'm gonna write that down. Right, <laughs> it's free. It's all free. Write it down
1: free. And the worst one, yeah, Tamari. It's just Tamari. He just, he just had a, he just had a shocker, really. I just, just thought, yeah. Uh, and the other one is just Mourinho sarcastically applauding.
0: Oh yeah, tomorrow. yeah, of course, yeah, that's go, a
1: good one. Go away, <laughs> go yeah. away. Come on.
0: So yeah. Anyway. Mate. All right. Well, we'll leave it there then. Leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on, Gino. Absolutely massive to have you on. Really, really great. Um, Yeah. Great, great opinions and really good chat. I'm hoping you'll come back uh, in a week or two. I'll send you an invite. I Um, would absolutely love it. And thank you so much, genuinely, Max, for doing this and inviting me on. I
1: I don't really get to talk football with anybody, hence why I've spoken so much, probably. But uh, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: No problem at all. Have a lovely week. Thank you yeah. guys for listening this far. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Forza Milan.
1: Forza Milan. Have a great one.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.